0: This is the World Industrial News for Monday, January 9th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part 10 of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Thank you so much, Mona. It's just invaluable insight as we you know, continue to peel this onion back and really understand what the next steps are. Um, Pat, what did we miss? Any, any final thoughts?
1: Well, there's one I had that, and you sort of addressed it, but this is not a US problem. This is a worldwide problem. We've seen uh, transmission grids in every continent of the world. We've seen wildfires, people trying to cope with wildfires. We've seen electric vehicles start to become more popular, not as popular perhaps in California, but popular, a very high growth rate, 60% growth rates. So this is a worldwide problem. And the it's it's infrastructure. It's often very hard to justify infrastructure. How do you justify a freeway or a bridge or a sewer? They're all justified Because of the effect that others will have by leveraging that infrastructure. And I want to point out just one project, and perhaps that'll put things in in perspective. A lot of our, our friends in Europe are and have been for some time very much invested in sustainability, use of renewables, and those kinds of things. But to have solar collectors in an area where the sun doesn't shine, or the wind doesn't blow. It really makes you feel good, but it doesn't work. You have to go to where the sources are. So the transmission problem we're faced in the US, in other places, they face it in through multiple countries. There's a project in the Middle East called GCCIA, which is a new transmission line, a DC transmission line, which is one then designed for a lot of renewables, and it goes from Saudi Arabia down through and across and up and into Spain and Turkey. Think about that line. Turkey and Spain is where you would connect into the European grid. This now looks as the same effect of 30 years ago when they built gas pipelines into an area. You become very highly dependent, redundancy is needed. And at the bottom line, You can't build a solar complex in an area where you can't do anything with the power. So these are very much an enabling uh, technology. And I'd like to point out, they're not standalone. There was a project done in Southern California, it's called PowerLink, that was done by, by SEMPRA years ago. And what they did is they built a transmission line from our Mojave Desert into the San Diego area. And this all goes with the same idea that you can generate the power from solar, you can generate it from wind, and you can use it in the cities and urban areas and industrial areas, but those don't coexist. And so we have to get the power from one to the other. And those are good examples of how the combined technology of intelligence at the edge and new smart grid are gonna to work together to make this basically a better a better living environment. And just one, Add at the end of this is that this is massive amounts of software, and I would remind everybody that software is very much a european and u s driven project product, so it puts us into a tremendous competitive advantage that we have the software already doing many of these things.
0: Awesome, thank you so much, Pat. What fantastic discussion and insight you know I think we're just really scratching the surface here so Thank you both, Pat and Mona, for joining us. And we'll look forward to continuing this uh, discussion. I can't wait to see what the next topics are. Thanks again. Thank you, Megan. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. As the race to replace fossil fuels continues, some experts see wind and solar facing headwinds, while government and private sector eyes are turning more to hydrogen. Those are among the findings in the report from Dutch Bank ING titled Energy Outlook 2023, the growth in renewables, batteries, CCS, and hydrogen infrastructure. The report notes that most renewables benefit from high fossil fuel prices, increased demand by governments, businesses, and households in their efforts to become less dependent on high gas and power prices from a fossil-driven energy system all help, too. The U.S. is less affected by the energy crisis, but a more volatile energy market will indeed trigger more renewable build-out. The Inflation Reduction Act gives a huge boost to renewable project development, but the effect will likely kick in after 2023. When the U.S. Congress passes a 4,155-page omnibus bill to fund the federal government, it's safe to assume there's something in it for nearly every agency and special interest group. And in most years, that would be correct. Year-end bills like that are called Christmas trees because they're loaded down with ornaments for this and that agency or special interest group. The $1.7 trillion bill passed by Congress on December 20. 23rd and signed into law by President Joe Biden a week later will fund the federal government through September 30th, 2023. But one measure that fell out of the bill was a comparatively modest $1 billion request for funding to stimulate domestic manufacturing of distribution transformers under the Defense Production Act. U.S. manufacturers' capital spending expectations fell throughout 2022, according to a recent fourth-quarter survey by the National Association of Manufacturers. The survey respondents continued to express concerns about a challenging economic environment, and more than 60 percent believe the U.S. economy will enter a recession in 2023. Even still, 65 percent anticipate capital spending on new equipment and technology in the next 12 months and more than 38% anticipate spending for new structures and existing facilities. M.A. Mortensen was founded in 1954 and has grown to become one of the leading engineering, procurement, and construction firms in the U.S., serving a diverse range of geographies and sectors. Industrial Info is tracking more than $16 billion worth of U.S. active projects involving M.A. Mortensen, ranging from data centers to wind farms. BP PLC is answering calls to boost its oil output as inflation stubbornly persists. The oil and gas giant announced it will increase spending for its onshore U.S. assets, mostly in Texas, 41 percent to $2.4 billion in 2023, while its offshore Gulf of Mexico spending will go up 15 percent to an average $2.3 billion. Industrial Info is tracking more than $4.5 billion worth of act BP oil and gas projects across the U.S., about 75 percent of which is attributed to projects already under construction. Altogether, BP expects to invest $7 billion in its Gulf of Mexico assets through 2025, following $10 billion of investment since 2018. BP's U.S. onshore oil and gas business holds assets in the Permian Basin in Texas, the Eagle Ford Shale in Texas, and the Hainesville Basin in Louisiana. And join Industrial Info Resources for the 2023 North American Industrial Market Spending Outlook on Wednesday, January 18th at the Marriott Hotel in Sugarland. You'll hear from IIR's industry experts regarding headwinds and tailwinds industries are facing in 2023. Following the presentations, a complimentary networking event will be held with sponsor booths and demos of IIR's latest products and tools to help your company navigate the future. For more information and to register, go to industrialinfo.com. And for more on these stories and other breaking news, be sure to check them out at industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.